Hey, this is JC Hurtado Prater. Welcome back to JC Thoughts, episode two. I want to talk about Bruce Arians, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He has been a leader that I've looked up to for many years. And I'm, I'm sure if you're a football if you're a, fo a football fan out there, you know who he is. And more than likely, you have a certain amount of respect for who he is. He's a guy who's been around for a long time. He's been around for a long time. He's paid his dues. If you watch some of the uh, some of the bios about him, what you learn about him is that he uh, he is who he is. He's got an attitude that says, you know what? Some people are going to like me. Some people are not going to like me, but I'm going to be who I am. And and you know what? I think from a leadership perspective, you can't help but respect that. You can't help but respect it. I want to talk about two things about Bruce Arians today and why I believe from a coaching perspective, and some of this is going to kind of get on the spiritual level, but why I think from a coaching perspective, um, why the universe was looking out for Bruce Arians while the universe was looking out for Tampa Bay. Look, I've been watching those videos and maybe you've seen some of those videos too. And I don't know how you, I don't know how you see them, but, but some of the videos of Tom Brady throwing the Vince Lombardi uh, trophy from his boat to another boat. So many Instagram stories and the party they're having, <laughs> man, it looks like it's a great time. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I was telling someone the other day, I said, if there's one party that I wish I could have gotten invited to, it'd be this one. And, uh, and you know what? Good for them. And, and, and there's so many things in this too. I think with, with Tom Brady, we've never seen him. And I heard one of the sportscasters talking about this today. We've never seen him. He's always buttoned up. He always says the right things. He always does the right things. We've never seen him scaled down in this way where he's, he's real. He's legit. You know, he's a normal human being. You know, we look at Tom Brady and think that this guy's a robot, you know, and robots can't have fun. They're machines. Right. And they just do the job you ask them to do. But what we've seen in the last couple of days is that that the robot of Tom Brady is the human Tom Brady. And he's having a great time and he's celebrating. And I think. I think he's in a culture now, and obviously he knows he's getting to the end. He's got more years behind him than he has in front of him. I think he's in a culture, an organization that allows him to be who he is. You know, we've actually heard Bruce Arians talk about this, that his biggest surprise in working with Tom Brady is that Tom Brady is one of the guys. I think that's a key, that's a key aspect of, of leadership. It's a key aspect of, of leading teams and organizations, maybe more so in the sports world. You know, I understand that some worlds we have to keep our boundaries and boundaries are a, a big and important thing. But one of the things that Bruce Aaron, he says is that, that Tom Brady, even though he's a superstar, he's one of the guys. And, and I think we saw that here in the last couple of days, uh, the fun that we're seeing him have. And, and I think a lot of it, again, he's in a context, he's in a culture that allows him to be who he is. It allows him to be one of the guys that, that allows him to throw the Vince Lombardi trophy and not worried about getting fined or getting yelled at or whatever it may be. And so, so this has been fun to watch. It's been fun. And I know that there are people out there. I was on Twitter today. I know there are people out there that, that would probably disagree with me. But I digress. I'm way off subject here. I want to talk about Bruce Arians. Why did the Bucs win the Super Bowl? And I think the stars aligned in so many ways. I think, number one, 
they had a great team before Tom Brady came involved. They were missing a piece of the puzzle, which was Tom Brady. They needed that on-the-field leadership. Bruce Arians, I believe, is a dynamic leader, great leader, uh, but he's off the field. He's, he's a coach. He stands on the sidelines. What they were missing was that piece of the puzzle. And so when they had a conversation, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians, um, and again, I, I wasn't there, but I've heard Bruce talk about this, and I'm putting pieces together from Tom Brady interviews as well. They had a conversation and they talked about uh, what they could be with that missing piece of the puzzle. Tom Brady came to the table. I heard an interview today from Bruce Arians. Tom Brady came to the table. He actually knew the entire team. He knew the entire roster, knew the names, knew their potential, um, knew their numbers, knew the data. He was ready to come in. Just a dynamic leader, man. And we've already talked about him on the podcast, so we won't, we won't go too much into Tom Brady. But let's get to the point. Why are we talking about Bruce Arians today? I'm, 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 I'm so passionate about this just because from a personal level, I, I have so much respect for Bruce Arians. I have so much respect for Tom Brady. These are two incredible dynamic leaders, incredible dynamic leaders, both of whom have paid their dues. And it's almost like the universe came together and put these two uh, giants on, on one team in one of my favorite states, Florida, one team to end out both of their careers. It's such a beautiful thing. Seven Super Bowls for Tom Brady. The first for Bruce Arians as a head coach. He's been in the Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl before, but I believe he's an offensive coordinator, assistant coach. This is his first as a head coach. Why did it happen? Two reasons. Two reasons. One was empowerment. One has to do with diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we'll talk about each of those. The first one is this idea of empowerment. Bruce Arians, and I've mentioned this before. I've mentioned this before on, on, on the podcast. Bruce Arians is a dynamic leader, dynamic leader. He is the center of the universe wherever he goes. Strong leader. No risk it, no biscuit. What he says goes. He is the man. And if you don't believe me, on, on, on Amazon, there's a show and, and the name's escaping me. I keep wanting to say inside the NFL, but that's not, but there's a show that goes behind the scenes uh, on these football teams. And there's one about Bruce Arians when he was with the Arizona Cardinals dynamic. I've probably watched that. It might be 10 episodes. I've watched those 10 episodes probably three different times, just watching his leadership and style. He is the center of the universe wherever he goes, but he brings on Tom Brady. And I talked about this the other day. When you have a leader like Tom Brady, when you're the coach, when you're the head leader, you're the head manager, whatever it is, and you bring on a superstar, your job as the leader is to get out of the superstar's way. And that's hard. That's hard for some people to do. That's hard for other superstars to do. Why? Because they want to bask in the spotlight. They want to get the credit for the victory. It's human nature. I don't fault people for that. I don't think there's anything wrong. I, I, I don't think that that person's a wrong kind of a person. It's human nature. The need for significance, the need for respect. Bruce Arians has it. Tom Brady has it. Bill Belichick has it. Robert Kraft has it. Go down the list. Any high performer has it. So Bruce, so Bruce Arians brings on Tom Brady. And what does he have to do? He's got to empower him, but it didn't start that way. Just like any team, right? They've got these, there's the stages uh, teams go through. And I think one of the first stages is a stage called storming, right? 
there's a storming phase for a team where they come together and, 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 and they're each trying to figure each other out. And this year was a little bit tougher because of the, uh, because of the pandemic, the coronavirus, COVID-19. So all the NFL teams weren't able to do what they, know, what they normally do preseason, get together, spend time together, practice, work out together, be at each other's homes, spend time together. So they were literally forming. It's, it's, it's like jumping out of the airplane and, and building the parachute on the way down. They were forming this on the way down. And so Bruce Arians being who he is, and again, I'm, I'm saying all this from looking on the outside and just from interviews that I've watched and, and putting pieces together, studying leadership. And Bruce Arians from the outside, from my perspective, came off at the very beginning and said, I'm doing this, my way or the highway, no risk it, no biscuit. Bruce loves to throw, throw the ball down the field, take big risks. Tom Brady's not there anymore. Tom Brady is... Uh, uh, slowly getting it down the field, you know, today. He, he's not the star of the show anymore like he used to be. He's a phenomenal quarterback, obviously, but he's not the star of the show that he was uh, five, six, seven years ago. What he knows how to do, what Tom Brady has known how to do his whole career, it's why he's capped his own salary to bring on other people around him. What he's known how to do his whole career is surround himself with great people. The problem in his last couple of seasons at New England was he wasn't able to do that. And there were some coaching decisions made by the New England Patriots that we still don't un understand today. But what Tom Brady understands is how to bring a great team around him. And that's what he was able to do with the Buccaneers. First of all, he had a great team there. But then Bruce Arians, so here's what happened halfway through the season. Talk about this idea of empowerment. Empowerment is, is the act of giving your power away, giving your authority away to other people. Authority and responsibility. Letting them handle it. Now, obviously, they have to, you know, they have to take responsibility for that, but letting them, letting them be responsible for the outcome. That's hard to do for most leaders. I guarantee it's hard to do for Bruce Arians. So in an interview he gave the other day after the Super Bowl, one of the things he talked about, one of the questions was asked was, hey, what happened midseason after the bye week? They didn't have a good record up to that point, but after the bye week, something happened. Something took place, and they came back, and they just started winning, winning, winning. And here's what I think happened. What Bruce Arian said in this interview today is he said, well, we had to figure out how to make Tom Brady comfortable. Translation for you leader out there, translation. I had to figure out how to empower Tom Brady. As a leader, Bruce Arians needed to sit down with Tom Brady and say, hey, whatever we're doing right now is not working. You're a great player. I'm a great coach. What do I need to do to help you get where you need to be? What do I need to do to help you become the leader that you know that you're meant to be? Now, we don't know that conversation. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm guessing I'm putting pieces together. And Tom Brady probably laid it out and said, hey, let me run my offense. Let me help you coach by, by coaching on the field. There's an interview, an interview a few weeks ago where Bruce Arians comes back and he's much more humble. And when I say humble, I, I actually shouldn't use that word. He's much more aware. He's much more laid back in his style. He's much more calm as a head coach because I think at that point he realizes uh, I needed to step back. I need to let Tom Brady do what he does. He's a high performer. I need to let him do what he does. So first reason why they went to the Super Bowl is from the leadership standpoint, empowerment. 
And here's a lesson for you as a leader. When you have a high performer on your team and you better have a high performer on your team. Matter of fact, I would encourage you surround yourself with high performers. Leaders should be surrounded with people who are better than they are. That's a great leader. Weak leaders surround themselves with people who are less than they are. Great leaders surround themselves with a team of people that are better than they are. Bruce Arians understands this. He gets this. He had Tom Brady on the team. He's got Tom Brady on the team. Tom, how do I empower you? That's the lesson for all of us today. They started winning when they said, how do we make Tom Brady comfortable? Which means, Tom Brady, how do we empower you to get the job done? You've been here six times already. How do we empower you to get the job done? Tom Brady says, let me do my thing. Let me lead this team on the field. And we saw the result. So that's First is empowerment. Second is, is this idea of diversity, equity, and inclusion. This is the more spiritual matter. This is the more spiritual matter. Bruce Arians, and this is what I love about this guy as a leader, he's not the type to toot his own horn. And he'll tell you that. So it's one of the reasons why it took him years to become a football head coach. He would say in interviews, I'm not going to tell you what I think you want to hear, or what you think you want to hear. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to know. And in the world of politics, where you have, I think it's what, 32 professional football teams, 32 NFL teams, that's only 32 head coaching jobs out of thousands of people who want those jobs. Hundreds, if not thousands of people who want those jobs. You got to do your share of politics. And Bruce Arians said, I'm not doing it. And it took him a long time to get to his, you know, to get to his rule. He's paid his dues. So he's not one. Here's the point I'm trying to make. He's not one. He's not one to, to, to show off what he's done. But here's what he's done. He's not one to bring attention to what I'm getting ready to bring attention to. But here is what Bruce Arians did this year. Phenomenal leadership. Three coordinators of color. Two full-time females on a staff. Three coordinators of color, two full-time, uh, uh, two full-time uh, females on a staff, and I guarantee full-time females on a staff. And I guarantee that this is not going to be uh, uh, the end of this. This is just the beginning. I want you to watch this part of the inside NFL. I want you to watch this and hear what, uh, what Bruce Arians has to say. James Brown is going to start this off, and he's going to share a little something, and he's going to ask the question. And then he's going to ask the question about DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Well, he specifically says diversity and inclusion. I'll take it. I'll take it. And then I want you to hear Bruce Aaron's response. You know, when you talk about your football team, I know I had some, some fairly tough subject matter that I had to deal with in hosting a pregame. Nothing was better for me than to look at your staff. You've heard it all along. You didn't go out and say, look at me. But you've got, what, three coordinators of color. you got two full-time females there. But the lessons coming out of that for America, though, Coach, quite frankly, is diversity wins and inclusion matters. What were your thoughts in putting that staff together? Voices, you know, voices that don't look alike. Mm. Um, great input from so many different people mm. creates great output. And uh, each and every one of those people... Um, Harold Good, Goodwin, assistant head coach, the three coordinators, uh, Morale and, and, and Laurie, all have a voice. And, uh, you know, people don't have to look alike, man, but uh, you just have to listen. You just have to listen and, uh, and you can learn. Diversity wins, inclusion matters. 
Diversity wins, inclusion marriages. I loved how James Brown started that off. And this is what I'm talking about when I say the high spiritual plane about why the Buccaneers won, because we're living in a time right now where diversity wins and inclusion matters. And if you as a leader are not understanding that, if you don't get that, uh, you're going to miss out. And then we heard Bruce Arians say a couple things. He said, uh, voices that don't look alike. He's talking about diversity there. Great input from, uh, from so many people creates great output. Great input from so many different kinds of people creates great output. They all have a voice. They all have a voice. And, 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 and then here's what he says. People don't have to look like. And he says, you just have to listen. And I think he's talking. He's not talking about his teammates. Well, they need to listen to him. He's saying as a person, as a leader, you just have to listen. And once you listen, you can learn. This is a key in this idea of diversity and inclusion or diversity, equity, and inclusion, however you put it. It's not just a race thing. And I, I shared this on the podcast this past week. It's not just a race thing. It's the idea of bringing people around you who look differently than you do, who sound differently than you do, who believe differently than you do, who live differently than you do, who have a different core set of values even than, than you do, as long as they don't go up against your core set of values, a, a set of different principles than you do. different creed. It's not just about race, although it is about race. It is so much about race. It's diversity of thought. I love what he says this, that they all have a voice. I've been a part of organizations before. You've probably seen them as well. They talk about the importance of diversity and inclusion, and they want it on their website. They want it on their brochures. But when you go back and you look at their staff team, you look at their leadership team, it's not very diverse and it's definitely not inclusive. And then you dig even deeper and you get into it and you realize that, that one of the greatest weaknesses that they have, that one of the greatest weaknesses that these teams have is the fact that they don't even listen. They don't even listen to the people who are on their team. It's one of the saddest aspects of diversity, equity, and inclusion diversity and inclusion. They bring amazing people on their team and they don't listen to them. So it's not just about bringing people onto your team. It's not just about bringing people on your team who look differently than you do. Oh, I'm going to hire females. I'm going to hire people of color. I'm going to hire underrepresented communities, but I'm not going to listen to them. That's not getting the job done. Getting the job done means that you bring these different people onto your team and you listen to what they have to say. You listen to what they have to say. You give them a voice in, in, in the direction of your organization. You got to be matched up on purpose, right? If people come to your team, they come to your organization, they've got to they've got to be mapped up. Uh, they've got to be matched up on your purpose. They have to understand what your purpose is. Their their purpose has to align with your purpose. Outside of that, everything should be up for grabs, and everyone should have a voice at the table. At least everyone at the big table should be able to have a voice. Don't just put black and brown people on your staff and your team and not listen to them. That's not diversity and inclusion. That's you using people of color to make yourself feel better, to make yourself look better. That is not diversity and inclusion. Diversity and inclusion means I hire different people from different walks, different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different races, different creeds, different classes, 
uh, different orientations. I hire all of them and then I listen to every single one of them. It doesn't mean I do everything that they say, but I listen. They all have a voice at the table. Why did, why did Patrick Mahomes didn't even see the end zone? It was such a phenomenal game. And I know if you're not a Tom Brady fan, but I have a feeling after this, these last couple of days watching Tom be normal and real, more people are coming around to understand the greatness of Tom Brady and, and they're liking what, what I've liked all along, what people like me, uh, other Patriots fans, other Buccaneers fans, other Tom Brady fans, Gronkowski fans, Antonio Brown fans, what we've seen all along. It's a good man with a good heart. But why did they win? I think it was a special spiritual reason why they won. It's because two things. Bruce Arians, he understood one of the greatest lessons a leader can understand, and that's empowerment. Number two, diversity and inclusion. They got it. Bruce Arians did it, and he didn't, he didn't go on and tell everybody about it. He didn't announce it to the world. He didn't go bragging about it all the time. He didn't bring attention to himself because of it. He hired the best people and understood that they don't have to be white males. They can also be females. They can be people of color, men and women of color. And that's what he did. And that's why he won the Super Bowl. Empowerment, the understanding of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Why am I shouting today? Why am I shouting today? I'm so excited about this. Number one, I'm so excited about the Buccaneers and their win. But what's greatest is when you see a winning team, when you see a winning person, and you know that underneath it, all the values are right. All the principles are right. They've worked hard. They've paid their dues. They've gotten to where they've gotten through hard work and determination. And that's, that's what happened with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bruce Arian learned to empower. He didn't mess around. Tom Brady had humility. Tom Brady always has this mix of humility. He doesn't throw people under the bus, didn't throw Bill Belichick under the bus, and he could have. Boy, but he's enjoying it today. He's sure enjoying it today. Tom Brady is the system. That's a whole other conversation. He is the system. And diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's how you win. That's how you win in power, humility, diversity. Take care.